0: Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We have Shannon Bates with us today and we're going to have a really good discussion because uh, as many of you might have seen on um, Keck on Sunday night a uh, couple couple weeks ago, a couple Sundays ago, Shannon was there speaking and uh, was just a wonderful, wonderful time. Great message. Was able to see her that same weekend up in Lakeport at a conference that she was doing with uh Yana Sanders and her mom, Nancy, and others. And anyway, Nancy or Shannon just carries something very powerful that uh, I'm I'm excited to have her on here to share on Kingdom Talks. And again, thank you, Berlin, for being on here as co-host, and we're going to have a good time. So Shannon, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off by maybe telling us a little bit about yourself, because you haven't done that on the show. You've been on here a couple of times, but you haven't told us about yourself.
2: I haven't. I'm, I've am i been on a couple of times, yes. Um, I am a mother of 10 kids, um, so I've got five of them. We're actually on a vacation kind of thing today, so they're out running around. We're at Great Wolf Lodge, and they're so excited, but this was the only chance we had to get away, so I just stepped away for a few moments. My children age range from 30 to 7, and um, I have so eight boys and you've been and two on here a couple of times, but you haven't and, uh, told us about yourself. And uh, a couple of grandbabies that I'm so excited about. Um, I got to see, when I was in California, I got to see my, gra- my grandson get dedicated. They're up at Bethel. My daughter and son-in-law are on staff there, and so it was a real joy. Um, I run, and am the president of Global Ascension Network. Um, it's a, a place to network people together. Um, there's a lot of teaching that goes out. Uh, my mom, Nancy gone founded it. Um, I am currently run it. She's teaching on it every single month and we've got a lot of other teachers coming in as well as doing some conferences and some things and really stepping into um, a new realm of authority that he's given my husband and i to do um didn't ever think we would be in this position because obviously it's not very easy when you have 10 children just to run and do things but <laughs> we have an amazing support system my husband's amazing and he, um, is, yeah. he is so when i'm off and like when i was with you guys in lake court and in sacramento um, he was at home taking care of everybody and making sure everybody's getting into basketball and baseball and Girl Scouts and hockey and football and all those other things that everybody's because they're very all of them are in multiple things. So, <laughs> so it's um, but they also get to travel with us. We're about to go um, in two weeks to uh, the Ignite Hub's family camp in Mississippi and I think you're going to be there, Gil. It's going to be awesome. Yep. So we're definitely looking forward, looking to, forward to doing that. They got to go. They got to go with us to quantum shift five and quantum shift three so they were part of that that we the uh, meetings that we hosted because those were in summer i like it when it's summertime and we can do some things in in summer so um i'm planning planning some more of those i'm actually they're going to skip school for a whole week so (laughs) we're going to go to do that for a whole week and just really enjoy each other so um hopefully um Everybody knows a little bit about us. Um, my husband is also stepping into some new things. He's about to do a men's conference in Woodland Park, Colorado um, with some amazing guys with Mario Zelenis and Ricky Neuenhaus and, and Todd Whitman and of course my husband. And uh, it's gonna be a great gathering in November. So lots of good things coming up. We've also got a big trip to Israel coming up this year that we're really that's coming up in May. Um, that we're really excited about and we're also going to do a Hebrew school in next summer and um, we're super excited about doing all of those things because it's, it's stuff we're learning and we're experiencing and we're growing at the same time so yeah. it's amazing to just um, step into some new things that he's really started to weave a path you know I've always been um, I always wanted to learn those things and for some reason there was always a block and, um, then when I got to meet, um, when I got to meet, uh, Yana and Darla, the, it was like, all of a sudden the curtain opened up and, um, the Lord said, it's because I never, I wanted you to know the truth and I didn't, mm. I don't want to have to untangle from another <clears throat> system. So, you know, we had to untangle from systems yeah. Yeah, that yeah. really kept us in a place of, of kind of down here when we wanted to be up here. And um, they're great systems, they're they're not bad systems, but it was a system that kind of, we kind of had to untangle and untether ourselves from. And um, so he he told me out loud, he said, he said, um, now you can learn because you'll learn it the right way. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so I'm super excited because I'm learning new stuff every day and growing like everybody else is and, and experiencing new things. So I'm really excited about everything that he's bringing out over the next year or two. And um, just uh, really excited about the growth of Global Ascension Network. We've also got another one that we're um, in the development stage right now that it's going to be um, – co-siding with Global Ascension Network, which is Global Kingdom Network, and Mm -hmm. I really want it to be a place where people can come together, and everybody has such an important piece. And, you know, I think we lose sight of that sometimes. I think we lose sight of the fact that, that, um, you know, the person that's sitting in the chair next to you at a meeting has just as much value as the person on the platform.
1: Absolutely.
2: And if we don't get what they have, we're missing something. So it's, um, it's really exciting to see uh, the growth. You know, we, we've done several meetings last, uh, the last big meeting that we did, we had, you know, six of the, we had 12 speakers total, six of them, nobody Mm. really knew or had ever heard of before. Um, They're just new on the stage. They're either leaders for us, people that we're connected to and um, are just now emerging. And, but it's giving them a voice and letting their piece come to life, because they have something we have need of. And, you know, I, my heart right now really is, um, there's three things that are really big on my heart. One is um, love, above all things love. Love wins every time. Love is the the gateway, the pathway. He is love. Um, If we walk in love, everything else works itself out. Uh, the other thing is honor and really, really um, stepping into a place of honoring each person for their position, each person for the thing that they're carrying. Uh, it may be radically different than what I'm walking in, what my mom's walking in, people in the, you know, the stream of yeah. where we are right now may be carrying, but it doesn't make them less valuable. And so we have to honor their piece. And then the second, the, the third thing is really coming to a place of, of the family table, and and being at a place you know obviously my table is quite large because we have at any given time we could have you know 20 or 30 people if you add sp- spouses and girlfriends and whatever <laughs> else the little ones aren't allowed to go there yet but my big kids all have girlfriends or wives or husbands and um you know grandbabies. so the family table you know there's there could be 15 of us sitting around the table we all have different ideas we all have different opinions we all have a voice and we have to recognize that voice and it's not any different in the body and we have to we have to be able to sit down you know i've got a beautiful friend and in her culture they could sit around and argue for an hour about mm-hmm. their point their point this point that point this point but then when they're all done they get up and they love each other kiss each other and say we'll see you next week yeah. and that's where yeah. we need to get to we need to get yeah. to the place where we are sitting down at a table and it's a family table not he said this or she said that or Sitting, into a, sitting in judgment of something we might not understand yeah. and, and causing, you know, you know criticizing people because we don't understand their viewpoint or we don't understand something just because we don't have a revelation in our knowledge doesn't make it wrong. Right. It just means it's not our peace. So we have to honor, we have to honor that. And, you know, we don't have to agree with everybody. So that's kind of where we are at the moment. And just <laughs> and just um walking in love and truth. You know, there's there's been a lot of a lot of things you know even said about my family in this past year and and from people that I love dearly that know me and um, just haven't stepped up and say, "Hey, is this true?" And yeah. and you know, honoring honoring me and knowing who I am, that should be the first step. Instead of just an assumption of, you know, it's like that telephone game when you play when you're in first grade and one person tells one person, tells one person, tells one person. By the time it gets to the fifth person, it's nothing like the original. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, right now, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of that going on. And we all just need to be able to come and sit down at a family table and love each other and honor and respect each other for the position and and the peace that we each have.
1: Amen. You know, I, I I do want to say to our viewers right now that uh, Shannon's in a hotel room and I've been in plenty of hotel rooms and the internet is not always the greatest. Uh, actually, we're able to hear you just fine, but the video keeps locking up. Uh, but that's all good. We can still hear you. That's the main thing right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah you so, did. you know, what you're saying is so important because as we're moving into this next age that you know almost everybody is sensing the fathers moving us into if we don't get if we don't get over some of the humps that we got stuck in in the previous church age we are just going to do a repeat of what we've had now i'm a firm believer that fathers going to accomplish his will one way or the other so we're not going to be able to derail him but at the same time it can be an easy path or it can be a rough path And I believe that if we can actually step into His love, as you were saying, and learn to have conversations and to honor one another, and to speak to the points, not to the people, because you know the other thing is, um, you know, like you said, there's a lot of things that people don't understand, and they will speak against the person rather than speak, you know, to the point of what is you know is being done or something or or the issue. And and yet, there there is a way to do it that still honors the person without, you know, being belittling and um, uh, condescending, and you know, all these things that we we can do so easily. I'm, I'm, I've been king of it. I hope I'm getting better, (laughs) and I give everybody permission to call me out on it because I don't want to go there. I just don't want to be one that is, you know, doing that to people. I want to honor people. I want to love people even, as you said, if I disagree with them, because the fact is we're all gonna disagree with one another on something.
3: You know, I think that that's so important and not just in the conversations about this next age and what God is doing and these new things as we step out of the church movement, but in every area of life, isn't it the just knee-jerk reaction, the go-to position to talk about the person instead of the issue or the behavior or the, you know, and it's, I know that it's hard to separate behavior from a person or something that somebody said from a person, which of course, if they said it, that's their idea. So it's hard to separate that. But if we're talking about love and unity to be a force to be reckoned with like a total um, like army multiplier then we need to only talk about that idea and not the person because that person even if that idea is wrong or not the person can be redeemed the person can be healed the person yeah. is still valuable and still yes. necessary and needed
1: yeah. Yeah, so good, oh. so good. So Shannon at the conference, uh there was a, there was a lot of talk on learning to love yourself. And I don't know if you want to say something toward that because um you know, I've I'm over the last few years I've just become an extremely firm firm believer that it really does start with learning to love yourself and to love your really love yourself, not just have it up here that I got to love myself, got to love myself, but actually feel it in your heart. So I don't know. What, what would you right. like to share on that?
3: Oh, did we lose her?
1: I hope not, but it's possible. Seeing,
2: yeah. Seeing, seeing him, go. seeing yourself through his eyes. And you know, um, I, I did a conference down in Georgetown. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, we're good now.
2: okay. if I need to switch to my hotspot I can just let me know because right now I'm on the hotel, but I, if I need to, I'll switch over to my phone. Um, and I and I gave everybody an assignment and I gave everybody an assignment to go home and really engage with 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 what Yahweh sees, what he created. He doesn't make mistakes right. And and he created us for a reason, and he created us for a purpose. And you know, um, it was hard. I, out of the entire room, three people actually went home and did it and loved on themselves, saw themselves through his eyes, saw themselves as as his created perfection of of how he designed us. You know, the one of the biggest commandments is to love your neighbor as yourself
1: exactly and we can't
2: even love ourselves. we're critical of everything about us we're critical about you know i've had 10 kids things are not exactly where i want them to be (laughs) anymore And, and and you know it's a truth and you know i shared this i shared this out loud in public with everybody because the lord's having me as as this process when he gets revelation of something we have to walk in it or it's just you know yuck um, so, uh, my, my eight year old goes, mommy, why is your tummy so big? And I said, well, because it carried greatness and it shifted
1: <gasps> ten times. and
2: changed everything because it's the truth. It carried 10 babies for the kingdom. It carried 10 people that were going to walk in mighty. All of my children passionately love the Lord. They're all serving the Lord. Uh, they're in ministries They're, I mean, you know, and, and so I had to change my own framework because I was framing myself to be a certain thing because you know the standard of what everybody should look like or feel or act or we always are trying to live up to somebody else's standard and if we can just live in the place where he created us and and see the see what he saw and what he sees every day when he looks at us it changes everything because then you can truly love your neighbor as yourself. You know, there's, there's a reason he gave us that commandment. There's a reason that we have to step into becoming who we already are, you know, that people have forgotten, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, my husband, you know, right before I got up and talked about that in Lakeport, my husband texted me and says, remember who you are. And I was like, okay, it's a message for all of us. You know, it's, it's remembering going back so that we can remember the reason he created us why yeah. he created the journey and the path that he created us and you know love that's what i said earlier love conquers all things love wins every time it never um, fails whether it's for ourselves yeah. whether it's for our neighbor whether it's somebody we totally disagree with love always wins and you know he said and i think it was john um oh what was it it was john uh 5 ish Um, he said um, the honor belongs to the father so that he shared his son. So if we refuse to honor the son, which we are, we're also sons. um, Mm And we, we uh, we're refusing to honor the father who sent him. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. So that means if I am, if, if I am not loving myself, he created me, he created me to be, to be on this journey, on this path. He created me to have 10 children. I, not sure why, but I'm looking at each one of them and seeing them as they grow up and seeing yeah. why. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, there's there's this path in this journey, so we've got to get out of this bordering ourselves and putting ourselves in boxes. Yeah. And I think I think it's really um, um, we have limited our own self and our own growth by disagreeing with everything he said we are and and we do that for the people sitting in the chair that are disagreeing or sitting at the table that may have a different idea or a different opinion you know we're we're limiting growth we're putting people in boxes and we were never designed to be that way and you know so that's you know the becoming becoming who we already are and remembering who we are so that we can become that you know that amazing thing and the gift that he he gave um, for us to be walking and breathing and doing the things that we're doing and sharing and loving people that nobody else wants to, and you know, so it's it's a uh, it's a great journey. Um, it's a hard one though because we Can are be. the most critical of ourselves. Yeah, we're we're very critical of ourselves, and maybe our family <laughs> members, maybe you know, our best friend who's not seeing things exactly the way you want them to see it, or you know, a pastor or a friend, or we just have to love people in the place that they are. You know, when we were five years old, we learned in kindergarten to play nice, just because you wanted to play with green crayons and I wanted to play with red, doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong or you're wrong and I'm right. It just means we have a different way of seeing things. And, um, you know, we, we spent an entire year in kindergarten learning how to get along with other kids. And we need to do the same thing in the body, right? <laughs> like otherwise, yeah. we're we need going kindergarten
1: in fat the body. Time out.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> that <time> out
3: <laughs> You know, you said something that just made me think. Um, you said that we don't come, we come out of agreement with how God sees us, right? Because we see ourselves differently, and I see this all the time in my clients is that they play small. Yep. They d- diminish themselves because it's easier that way. In, in their, you know, safe. easier, safe. Exactly, it's safe, and and they don't want to offend anyone, and they don't want to seem like they're trying to take over or you know be the dominant personality or whatever. But you know what? If when we play small, that reduces the god expression that those people will see. So it, it actually just reverses. So what you said is so important, to, and I just wrote down a note. We need to invent something called the God glasses, like yes. that you stick on your mirror or something. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> these are the God glasses. Please see yourself as he sees you. <laughs>
2: well, it's true, and and the thing is, is if we don't, if we don't use our words and our voice, that he created, then our sound is silent, and mm. we have to, you know. There's such a thing, and everybody's really talking. No matter what stream you're in right now, no matter whether you're in the church, you know, the traditional stream that a lot of us have moved away from, still an important stream. Yeah, Um not denomination them at yeah. all because you know the first thing you do not judge is that one, right. you know, one worker or the other. You're in big trouble. Yeah. Um. But the but the thing is, is there's a sound. Each one of them have a sound. And um, if you if you diminish that sound, somebody will not be reached. Somebody will not hear it. Somebody will not yep. respond to it. And we have to just, you know, there's a big difference between walking in love and truth and walking in arrogance. Yeah. And we have to we have to really mediate that line because, um, you know, the world tells us we're this, 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 and this. I mean, nobody would expect me to be an administrator of this ma- massive thing that I'm doing right now. You know, I'm a mom of ten kids. You do this, you do that. Uh, it's really funny because then they say, "Oh, you're just a mom. Like, really, <laughs> you don't know what just a mom is." I was like, um, "That's yeah, the biggest was, job
3: in the world. <laughs> it, yes,
2: it is." I said, "But that right there devalues a position for somebody."
1: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah.
2: And you don't even know you're doing it. Oh, you're a mom, or oh, you're a, you know a minister, or oh, you're a banker and and then they only see you in one light they don't see the multifaceted multicolors the 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 beautiful brilliance that the lord created us all to walk in because they've just put a box around something that they think you are and didn't give you the voice to be able to really express who you are yeah yes
1: you know i put yeah. a i put a comment a question out on uh, youtube and facebook and i just asked people do you love yourself let us know and uh, some people have responded, and and I, you know, one person like like myself. I mean, uh, honestly, I, you know, I, I had depression my entire adult life, and really never got out of it. And part of it was just because I hated myself. I just hated myself, and it's just, you know, and a lot, I know a lot of people struggle with that. And and when, sure, I could say there's a bunch of reasons, but it doesn't matter anymore because I have stepped into the place where I have seen who the Father created. And you know we shared it last night at, at uh, Kingdom Equipping Center that um, you know it's all about loving yourself to begin the process and and when you can get to the place where you can honestly and I've said this several times but I just I like saying it but when you can get to the place where you wake up in the morning and you just say dang, I love myself. I really do. You know that, dang, you, girl.
2: That you oh, it, It's true. We have to speak it. We have to speak it over yeah. us every day. And you know, yeah. I, when, when I was doing, when I was at Keck, it was the same thing as, as um, you know, speak to your foot that's not working the way you want it. Oh. Thank you foot for letting me walk all of these miles. Thank you for bringing me to church. Thank you. Because we're constantly using our words to curse things on our body. Oh, my knee hurts. My shoulder hurts. I've got a headache. Instead of so thank you, Lord, that my circular system's working the way that I need it to, and just starting to make that a pattern in our life, because everything that comes out of our mouth does something. Yes, it's creating absolutely. something. It's either creating destruction. It's creating life. It's creating, you know, position and friendships and relationships. Everything that comes out of our mouth. So we have to really yeah. be guarded. You know, even my mom will be traveling in an airport and, and she'll go, oh my gosh, we're going to miss my, our plane. I said, would you bite your tongue? <laughs> yeah. I, said, I was like, literally, I said, you just said, we're not going to make it to our plane. And I said, we are making it to our plane. We're going to make it on time. We're going to be in the right seat at the right time. And this. But it's simple things. I mean, that's a simple thing. You just looked at something negatively and mm-hmm. then you wonder why you just missed your plane. So, yeah, you know, and start speaking life into yes. everything we do. Yeah, I I have to agree. I I hear it so often with
3: with business owners, and they say, "Well, I'm not in it to make money. I'm not in it. I I'm not. I don't care about a <laughs> successful business." I'm like, "Well, how many people can you help if you're broke?"
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it's true, and and <laughs> that's the avenue and a tool that the Lord's giving him, and what. That one scripture just saying everything that we do, he created things, and we honor it. We honor it, and we say, thank you that this is feeding my family. Thank you that this is keeping life. Thank you that we're in abundance, not we're in exactly. lack, not that we don't know where the next bill's coming from, because I've been there. And, yeah. in, you know, I had this, I worked for a hospice company. I was, I'm a, hosp- I was a hospice care provider while I was starting um, Global Ascension Network with my mom. And um the the guy took he had to go take this little push button um exam thing and I don't know how anybody can tell anything about somebody from like two hundred and fifty yeah. questions on a computer. But he looked at me kind of odd and he goes, You're you're very different. <laughs> And I was like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because (laughs) you're dealing with people crossing over and people, people, you know, you're in the people's lives at the worst time of their life, mostly for their families. And, and you, you're dealing with that on a daily basis. They need to make sure you're not going to just like lose it. Anyways, he goes, I would, I would call you something like an eternal optimist is what he said. I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, thank (laughs) God he was a Christian because I probably wouldn't have gotten the job because because um, he goes, you're one of those people that always look at the glass half full. And I said, I don't have room to look for the glass half empty ever. I said, yeah. have, I've yeah. walked through a lot of stuff. I've, <laughs> I've walked through losing a child. I've walked through my house burning down. I've throught, I've, I've, I mean, my husband and I have walked more in the 20 plus years of our marriage than most people in a lifetime. And yeah. everything was always the glasses half full. Okay, Lord, you have a plan. I trust you. I trust you with everything. I trust you. You know, your house is burning down. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Um, my mom called and said, you know, honey, this is going to be the best blessing ever. And then now, now people ask me how I ended up in Colorado. I said, oh, God burned my house down. <laughs> and they're <were> like, <laughs> what? You know, but I could choose to have been affected by the loss of all of my stuff. Or I could have rejoiced in the fact that three hours later, if we would have been home, ninety percent of my family wouldn't be there and they're all with me still. Amen. So so you look at okay, stuff is stuff. He protected us, he guided us, he he saw, he knew the plan. He yep. knew he knew everything about it. And because I could sit there, I mean my neighbors were more upset than I was. They're all bawling and crying and oh my gosh, your house, your and I'm just looking at it and going, okay, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. And they're all looking at me like I'm in shock or something. Cause I was nine months pregnant with my youngest. And I was like, the only two things I said was my oils are in there because my oils are a thing. (laughs) I like my oils. And that was my birthing center. And I was like, that's it. And then I was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta work on this. There's something going on. The Lord's doing something. He provided everything and more than we could imagine because we just sat in a place of trust with him. Yeah. And, and so You know, I have really, I mean, I call people out all the time. Somebody the other day said something. Oh, I'm not going to have money to go to that conference. I said, yes, you are. So don't say I'm not going to have enough. Say I'm going to be, I'm going to have abundance. So not only can I go to that conference, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to get to ride the way that I want there. I'm going to be able to, you know, because even in the small things like I can't go to that meeting or I can't go to Israel, you know, as long as you say you can't, you never will. Yeah. So you have to start speaking the life into the things that he wants to give you because a lot of times it's just him waiting for us to come into agreement with what he's already decided because we, a lot of times we're in our situations because we put us there by the things we've created out of our own mouth.
1: Exactly. Yeah. A lot of the darkness that's around us is our own doing and we, we, we tend to want to try to blame it on anything and everybody else. Um, Everybody
2: wants to blame the devil for everything, and and they look for a devil around every corner. And right. I mean, I used to. My mom was a deliverance minister for eighteen years, so yeah. I get it. I do thank the Lord I'm not there anymore. But you know, I'm like, okay, what what are we doing here, Father? Because he has no rights, he has no permission. I said the only thing he can do is when we've given him permission for stuff, whether it exactly. comes from the Father or by our own words. And so I I don't even, he's like a two-year-old child throwing a tantrum on the floor. Yeah. The more attention you give him, the bigger he gets.
1: Exactly. Walk
2: away and let the kid that's screaming on the floor, as a parent, trust me, I've done it once or twice, (laughs) leave the kid (laughs) screaming on the floor and you walk away and guess what? They they, they don't scream anymore. They
3: sort it out themselves. (laughs)
2: They're not throwing a fit anymore because we're not giving them the attention that they want.
0: Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm so amazed that that the people in the, the body of Christ, um, you know, as, as a general rule, we have built the enemy up to be something so big and so massive yeah. that he has become this arch rival to our God. And it's like, why have we done that? Because honestly, honestly, seriously, when the father's ready, he's just gonna go snuff and yeah. he'll be gone. So, I mean, we don't need to build him up and make him this big arch enemy. And the other thing is if if we keep, you know, and I, I teach people to go sit on their throne and, yeah. you know, next to Jesus, because that's their perfected self. And to view things from that perspective, try to live your entire life from that perspective because a heavenly perspective is going to put a whole different twist to everything, everything that we go through on this earth.
2: Well, it's true. And and yeah. actually the place in and what we're really stepping into is not just ascending, but a living an ascended life. And when you exactly. live, live an ascended life, he is so far below you. He doesn't even know what, what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, it's, it's staying in that place all of the time. It's, It's really becoming intimate with him in a way that we were always taught was for someone else or because his desire is to just hold us and look at us in our face. And, you know, um, one of the things that we really strive in doing at at the network is – Um, these groups that are coming together every week is bringing up a maturity of a place where people are going to be in an ascended place all of the time they're going to live up here and then they're going to walk down here (laughs) and and it changes it changes everything testimony after testimony after testimony and you know we we have to come into a place where You know we're in agreement with everything that he says yeah and 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 everything because when we're going up to see what the father's doing there's no question you know we're not going up to to build this or build that or do whatever because our whole purpose there is to see what he's doing bring it back and activate it down here and the more and more we live in that place the more and more. Measure of rule, um, the more and more effective we are, in our and our daily dealings when we do come back here, and we establish it on the earth, and um, I mean just the testimonies of of people that are walking in that on a daily basis yes. is unbelievable. Because you know everything can be chaotic and stuff going around you, and it does not affect you yeah. because it's not your position. You know yeah, your position exactly. is up here. It's yeah. not your position. And um, and and that's what the thing we have to come into agreement with.
1: I will say that you know there there are times there's not they're not too often anymore really but there are times where things will begin to get you know a little chaotic around me, and I will stop. I'll stop and just look around you know and in the spirit as well and just just to check you know did I did I do something and and it's not in a bad way, but I'm just looking at did I open a door you know did I open a spiritual door to bring this on. And, and I will ask, and I'll ask the Father, and if there is something, I'll go to the courts and deal with it and carry on. But it was funny because someone came to me some time ago and um, and they were you know, they were just you could tell that they were just walking around they were sensing something in the spirit, and they were concerned and and um, uh, and they asked me, it's like, do you do you feel that? I'm like, nope, <laughs> I don't because I firmly believe that I know who I am when I step into a room. And the demonic and the darkness sees me they know that i know who i am and they're out because they there's nothing they can do they know there's nothing they can do so it's just and honestly in the last few years we've not had anything you know like that happening where before it could be you know day after day after day but just stepping into this place of knowing the love of god and that it, it just changes everything to know the love of God know who you are know that you belong seated next to Jesus see everything from that perspective it's really powerful and in 2018 you were saying this and I'm just like that those were the almost the exact words I used in 2018 on New Year's Eve we were having Kingdom Equipping Center just having a party and I got this download and and the father said I want you to I want you to learn to live up here and come down here when you have to. Brian. And I didn't even know what that meant. I had no clue back then what that meant. I'd never heard anything about living an ascended life or any of that. But in that year, everything turned around in a very dramatic way. It was very cool.
2: Well, and it's true. And it's, and it's, um, it's becoming the pattern of the way that we're living. And, you know, no longer, you know, used to, we'd take two steps forwards and then five steps backwards and then two, you know, we were kind of losing ground all the time. But just by the things and knowing that everything we do creates something yeah. um, and stepping into that place, then we have, a, we have an understanding of the power and the measure that he's given us to be able to walk in the way that he designed and created us to walk. So it, it changes everything. It changes the way you look at your house burning down going okay not 10 of us are going to be in a hotel i don't know where we're going to live you know all of these things to going just going okay lord i trust you you've got this you promised you would provide everything that we have need of and know that that wasn't just a promise for some of the time no one yeah. was a promise for all of the time and you know just worldly stuff i mean sometimes it didn't look pretty i mean there was there was some massive things that we had to walk through but in the midst of that trials in the midst of what we were doing was our greatest growth and our greatest, Yeah. you know, people get comfortable and I never thought we'd leave Texas. I mean, my husband was born and raised in Texas. I was raised in Texas. All of our children were born in Texas. No idea we would ever be in the mountains of Colorado. And, and, um, I'm still, if my house wouldn't burn down, I'd still be in Texas, you know? So, but, but in the midst of that, because I said, okay, father, what are you doing? I trust you. All of a sudden these doors are opening the growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, even mm-hmm. the things that are coming out of my children's mouth and going, what did you just say? Because all of a sudden it's this is revelation coming out of a seven year old that you're just going what? And, and recognizing it, but it's just because you chose to to respond or chose to go with what it is and go okay lord you've got this you promised you will supply all of my needs you promised you would take care of my family and stand on those rather than looking what the world tells us to look at yeah. and living in that position that he designed us and created us to be always yeah. in him yeah
3: yeah it's really important to take those thoughts captive because it's not even your thoughts most of the time
2: <laughs> well and most of the time it's thoughts from people around you your boss doesn't like the way you did this that this you're not capable of doing that you know somebody somebody said that that um to try to if i would have um, agreed with what somebody said about me about being an administrator i would there would be no, no. Be no of people um, and then, uh,
1: we lost you uh, yeah. we didn't get to hear what you were saying after
2: you... <laughs> you said i hm my... you're
1: still you
2: stuttering me? let me try it. let me switch
1: up. yeah from the okay. point that Hold you said let me see um if I can... from the point that you were talking about uh if you'd listened to what somebody said about you being an admin from that point on we right. didn't really hear
2: so, so if if I would have come into agreement, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. If I would have come into agreement with what someone said that I wasn't able or not capable of doing, then there would be no network because, you know, my, you know, my mom had the vision and she had the plan of, of what the download of what the Lord is, but she is not an administrator. She'll be the first to tell you, I'm not an administrator. There's no way. She she had the blueprint, she had the design, then he gave it to me and he said, okay, establish this. So if I would have agreed with somebody that said that I'm less than what he said,
3: yeah. there would be no
2: network because, you know, we have 650 members or we're a group. I mean, and I am the only one in the administration position. So, um, you know, it would be... I would have agreed to something and then what his purpose and his blueprint would have never been established because somebody said i wasn't an administrator yeah you know um stepping i mean even if you look at some of the meetings that we've done our last meeting was huge i had i had multiple international speakers we had 150 people that i was feeding multiple meals every single day and in in that that would have you have to be some sort of administrator to be able to even think about any of that. And um, so I just chose not to agree. I chose not to agree with something other than what he said I am. He said, I'm all things. All things I'm going to, to do exactly what you need to do. And um, as long as I'm doing that, then everything and. um Coming a mirror and loving yourself, just agreeing with him of who he created, yeah. the the plan, the purpose, and the passion that he placed in you for whatever piece you have. Um, you know, some people have a piece of just being there for somebody. Some people have this, you know, go to the cannibals and the headhunters and do all of this stuff. And some people have an administrative piece and some people have the love piece and the honor piece and the, you know, and, and it makes this glorious picture. And without one piece of that puzzle, we're all suffering.
1: Yeah, I am such a firm believer. In fact, uh, you, you know, the, the name Ultimate Impact, the course that we have, that name uh-huh. specifically came from a vision and a download that I got from the Father. And, and it all boiled down to the fact that until we all are stepping into our place in the body the father will not be able to have his ultimate impact in a region because as long as the enemy can whisper in the ear of just one person and keep them from being able to step into their place in the body you know we're going to have an incomplete body now will the father accomplish his purposes absolutely he will but he wants to do it with a fully engaged body and each and every person you know that's listening to this and you know is engaged with father you have a valuable piece to bring and so you've i just i just have to say it strongly and i wish i could spend time individual time with each and every person helping each person do what i did which was just come out of agreement with the lies and the entities that are of darkness that have they do not have your best in mind so why would you agree with them and give them any authority in your life and it is it is so important that we just come out of agreement with those things and start walking in the truth and the light so yeah
3: and it is so amazing how often you hear people say oh i'm tired like well <laughs> don't say that your body hears every word you say you know or or there's there's just little things and i find myself saying that with you know aging lovely you know i uh, have to i'm getting younger looking look at my wrinkles disappear That's <laughs> <laughs>
2: true yeah
1: absolutely it's
2: true i know people i know people right now that look 10 years younger than they did just a year or two ago because they just came into agreement with i don't have to get old you know my my eight-year-old and my 10-year-old one day i was listening to them have a conversation and they were kind of fussing at each other, and they were arguing about whether we had to die. And and what he, he's like, well, we all have to die. And she goes, no, we don't. And they're back, they're back and forth on whether we have to die. Well, our body dies here, and she goes, no, it doesn't have to. And and so I'm listening to him, and I mean, they're eight and ten, and and wow. each one of their points were like so. Bad. i mean, I'm just listening to him, going, oh my gosh they're thinking they're debating I don't have to die if I say I'm not going to die I don't have to die we agree to die and and you know so it's like it's like um okay they're eight and ten you know I'm, I'm learning from listening to the things that they're proclaiming and they're deciding at a young age and not talking them out of things because we have a tendency to do that whether it's our friend or our children, we do it to our children all the time. Oh, that was just your imagination. Or, oh, you know, that didn't, that just doesn't happen or whatever. Anyway, we've talked to her, by the time our children are between the age of the six and eight, we've already, we've completely talked them out of their imagination. And um, I'm not doing, I've made a decision. (laughs) I am not doing that. So listening to an eight and 10 year old talk about whether or not we have to agree or whether or not we have to die. And I'm just going, oh man, I'm like, okay, they're never gonna be stopped in their thinking. So what what happens when they live to 500? Or, you know, I'm like, because they were not told anything different. They weren't told you have right. to. They weren't told you have 70 years and that's it.
1: I've, I've been excited, you know, and I joke with my wife, but obviously we're kind of beyond the place where we would um, think about having more kids right now. But uh, I joke about there. Be be, careful
2: about that. I know, I know. That's
1: why I was, I was trying to word it carefully. (laughs) But, but just that, I would love to have a, a child now, because the opportunity to raise a child in what we know now, from birth, I think would be absolutely tremendous in moving things and advancing things into the next age where they believe what is truly possible rather than having all the junk that we've had to deprogram from.
2: Um, well, you know, the thing is, though, is the kids are kids because our kids are the same. I've got kids the same age as your kids. Mm-hmm. And and um, we, we look at them like, oh, we messed up. They missed the mark. They did this. But they're exactly where they're supposed to That's be. That's true. And there's a plan yeah. because there's a platform and there's a stepping stone process. That's why anybody who says anything negative about the church is in big trouble because we would not be where we are without the church god passionately loves the church
1: yeah yeah. and
2: when you speak negatively about the system we came out of or stepping into the new system we are none of us would be where we are today if it wasn't for that and and so they're stepping stones and our kids are the same thing our you know my my 19 to 30 year old they're they're in a very different spot um than my five, six and seven year old um, or seven, eight and 10 year old now. Um, But their spots just as important as the spot coming up because they're laying groundwork for the next generation coming in. You know, um, just like the the people that have done the, the Gen X, Gen Z millennials, whatever they've labeled boxed up and decided what each generation was going to be. I think the new, the new age is the Gen Z or whatever that, uh, a generation that's never lived life without technology right <laughs> Gen- yeah anyways I mean our, our whole school system is trying to learn how to deal with kids that have never lived life without technology because our teachers don't know how to deal with I mean you a five-year-old can go and fix something on the computer before somebody who's in their 40s can yeah and and but you know I look at my older children and there's a foundation in a in a a toughness um especially around my 22 year old's age um of you know he somebody asked him one day about um how how can we reach your generation this older couple asked how can we reach your generation and he and and you know he used a specific specific term on which generation it was he goes well let me answer a very good question for you you just called me something that i'm not and he goes because you did that you put me in a box Mm -hmm. so guess what we did we put you in a box so if you want to know how you can reach us sit down and have a conversation yeah just say hey what are you thinking hey what are you doing hey you know don't just assume that we're a certain in the box generation because most of us aren't but society, the news, the media, whoever has called them certain thing that they're the lost generation, they're this, they're that, you know, they're, they're, um, they're, we've lost hope in this generation, you know, and, and because we did that, we caused a lot of them to struggle. We've caught a lot, caused a lot of them to waver because they were just continually told that their generation was lost. They weren't Mm -hmm. lost they're never lost cuz God doesn't yeah. lose his creation.
1: <laughs> right. He go? loves them exactly
2: go? where they are. Right. So, <laughs> but that platform and strength that they've had to develop is going to bring up this next generation that's coming in because they have to be a lot tougher than we did. And you know, there's a lot there's a lot more coming that you know, coming out in media news, I mean just in our school systems and every other area of our life that they had to deal with that was not even a thought in our minds when we were young. Yeah. So you this know what? next generation is gonna be able to raise above that because yeah. they laid this foundation of, I am stronger than what they said, and now you come up and show them.
3: That's really good. Uh, th- that brings me to a question for you, Shannon. You would be the perfect person to answer this because so many parents of my generation, our generation, have abdicated their parental responsibilities once their kids get 18 and they're like, ah, oh, they're adults. I can't tell them anything now. What do you say to that?
2: Um, I think it depends. I think it depends on whether they're still single or they're married. I think there's a big, there's a big okay. difference because, you know, I have a 19 year old that still lives at home. My 20 year old, you know, my hands are off a little bit. Um, I'm not one of those helicopter moms. I think that Mm -hmm. kids that don't have cut scrapes and bruises are not kids. So my kids play in the dirt and play with (laughs) mud and climb trees and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't carry hand sanitizer around in my pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, but I look at the decisions. If they ask my opinion, when they get to that age, I'm going to give it. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes they want it and they know what they're going to get when they ask. Um, but once they've stepped off and moved out and moved on to their own um, adulthoodism, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, my 22-year-old left for a year to go to revival school in New Zealand came back home. There was still things that we discussed. I wasn't, I would never say you're on your own, go do what your thing is. They're still your kids. If they're in there and they're not married. And you know, my my daughter-in-law, um, she'll call and say, hey, we're doing this and this and this. What do you think? If she asks me, I'm going to tell her. I'm mm-hmm. going to give my opinion. I'm going to give her what I thought. But I'm never going to say, don't come to me, because a father would never do that. Yeah. And and when when we as parents can be available and accessible to our children, our friends, whoever, it it gives them the understanding that no matter what, we'll be there if they need us. But we're not going to yeah. force our our opinions or our understanding down their throat unwanted yeah. um, but they're still your kids just like we're the father's kids I mean he looks at us sometimes going are you kidding what are you <laughs> yeah. doing why yeah. did you just make that decision that's <laughs> totally against what I just told you but he doesn't force himself on us right? Yeah. Um, but he is there when we say hey I need something I don't know what I'm doing directions I would never say they're 18 hands off um because if if that would have happened to me i would have been in a world of hurt because you know i've been i've been married before so my first marriage was very rough it was a tough place to be and and it wasn't when i needed my parents and i needed some advice when i needed them to just say hey what i don't know what to do here they were always there for me so there's never a hands-off but there's less of a push for our opinions, yeah. when it's not wanted,
3: yeah. So I think as as we're stepping into this next age, and maybe the kids are already, you know, grown, so they're not necessarily we're not hauling them to church. Like, like we were held, hauled to church every Sunday, right? right? There's no longer that. and In fact, we don't even necessarily go to church. We do the ecclesia, the ascension groups, or other things. Right. But I think that there's some sort of a, a shepherding that needs to happen, especially if your kids aren't used to that. And all, all of a sudden, you've got this revelation like, wow, this God stuff really matters. Right. And, well,
2: the, you, know, you, you have that. You have that. But you also, you also have to know some boundaries, because if they've left home, if you are not providing everything that they need, um, they're on. They are technically on their own, and we can't force them to have a conflict. But, in the same sense, like what I was saying earlier, you can sit around the family table, have a discussion, yeah. have a talk. <clears throat> See what their opinion is. My son, that's twenty-two. He sees things very different than me, because Mm -hmm. he has a technology and an understanding of things that I don't yet understand. It doesn't mean that he hasn't got it, because he does. Um, He's just moved into a different place than where I am, and and I have to honor just like he looks at us. And when we make bad mistakes and we make bad choices. You know, he's not there with a sledgehammer fixing a wacky because he does everything in love. And yeah. we have to do the same thing because I was the same. I mean, we were at church every time they, the doors were open. We yeah. volunteered for every single... It, Disney movies weren't allowed in the house because they all had witches. I mean, you know, I mean, it was... I, I, we were like the ultimate religious people. And, and um, they've walked in a different place. So they're more free to... But that freedom sometimes also gives them some of their own stumbling. It gives them sometimes their own um, uh, falling down and having to figure it out. I had to fall down a few times before I figured it out. I grew up in the church. I've loved the Lord my entire life. I've got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was in the seventh grade. I you know, I did, but then all of a sudden I hit a place where I needed to be figure out some stuff on my own. And my parents just loved me in the midst of my really dumb choices and were there when I needed somebody to hug me just like the Father is. And that speaks volumes of, yeah. of where we're walking because the whole thing is, is Jesus was our example. He was the pattern for everything that we should do. And and He, if we have are doing the same thing, we're the pattern. They are not gonna stray. They're not going to, you know, they may stumble, they may fall, they may scrape their knees, get up and have a big goose egg on their head every now and then. But the thing that's already been planted them, the foundation that's already there is going to be what holds them and what rises up when it's time to build their own place. And um, I think think we have to, there's a very fine line between saying hands off, Mm you're on your own and saying loving, you know, People give me a really, really hard time because I co-slept with a lot of my kids, co-slept. I only had one that didn't co-sleep with us for a certain amount of time. And still to this day, somebody, you know, we have a king-size bed for a reason. Somebody's always coming in the middle of the night. There's somebody always, you know, and they're like, oh, you should make him go back to your bed. I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, because if I need to come into my father's room, my father says, come here and let me hold you. And, and you know, when my my son was in the Air Force, he's... You know, in his mid 20s, and he knows that that's a safe place. So he could crawl right up in the middle of my husband and I and say, okay, let's have a conversation. Because he knew, because we loved him in the despite his bad choices, his mess ups, his, you know, which is all what's been forming who he is. Um, you know, uh, he knew that that place was a safe place. So you have to really walk a fine line. He's on his own, he's married, he has. Has, uh, my oldest grandbaby in the Air, Air Force for years, but he knew when he crawled up into the bed with us that it was a safe place that he could talk about anything, not be judged, not be condemned, and really be wrapped in his love because that's what the Father does to us. Just come up here in me and let me hold you for a while and so that's that's my stance on the whole that's so good beautiful
1: so Um, shannon we're about out of time uh are you going to have a little bit a few more minutes afterwards or do you yes sure okay because i I didn't know i've got a few
2: minutes i just got a text from one of my kids saying we're hey we're on the rope course and the kids are doing it without me
1: (laughs) oh well it looks dark there
2: is it lit it is it is it's it just got dark um it's six It's almost seven o'clock in the mountains. uh, The sun just went behind. So Pikes Peak is right here, but at this window. And um, so the kids are, yeah. So it's dark now. It was light. If the sun was setting, that's why I had to close the blinds because it was, that's the west. We're on the mountain facing, you know, at Pikes Peak. So, yeah.
1: So I know that one of the questions I have for you once we go uh, behind the scenes here um, is you've got 10 kids. Yes. what have you done or how have you so don't answer this yet but this is this is the question i'm gonna ask give you some time to think about it but um how have you taught them to honor those around them because obviously in today's world and especially in America we don't really understand what honor is or how to how to give people honor or honor people and uh, we stuff comes out of our mouth we write things we do things all the time and and when you really look at it it's like well, that's not very honoring.
3: <laughs> mm, that's true.
1: <laughs> so, how do we? And, and if you want to say something in a couple minutes, you know, just real quick, what would be a, a just a key thing that you would say well, toward that?
2: Well, I think number one, we have to recognize honor as a being, mm-hmm. and and honor as a being, it's not just an act of something that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I've, I've in the last year I've been fortunate enough to really meet some people that that really walk with honor. Yeah. And, and, you know, I watch some of the things that the kids do and that, you know, first of all, it's honoring your own family system as, as a brother or a sister, or, you know, one of the big, because my youngest daughter has never lived in a home with her sister. Her sister was halfway through Texas A&M before she was ever born. Hmm. And, and, they have learned a system of honor between them. They're still siblings. They're going to fuss and they're going to fight. And, you know, that's my toy, not yours kind of thing. But when it comes down to it, um, when they were young and they'd start fussing and, you know, one of them would push her or something, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, who are you? And he goes, yeah. they tell me their name. And I said, <laughs> I said, who is she? My younger sister. What is your job to protect her? So, so it was learning from a very young age in simple little things, but now they've spread that out to everything else that they do. Um, you know, we were at a uh, my my twelve year old was really excited the other day because he learned something from Mario's Elenas, who has an ama- amazing book on um, yeah. weaponized honor.
1: yeah, very and good book.
2: Um, uh, he just really gleaned from so much that Mario said. So we were at a restaurant one day. And he was watching this girl, and she was working so hard. And, you know, this is, this is a 12-year-old. This is his own money. I took him to lunch because we had to get eyeglasses and do a bunch of mommy-son stuff. And um, he says, Mom, can I leave the tip? And I go, I go well, why? And he goes, because I want to honor her. I'm watching how hard she's working. <clears throat> oh, and I wow. want the tip for her to be as much as the bill. Because Mario's taught him that one day we're going to be a position to. I said, okay, so how about we do this? How about I give you the money for the bill and then you pay? So this is his own allowance money that he's taking out of his pocket, but he watched her struggle and he watched how hard she was working. And she was doing everything with a smile, even though you could see the weight on her and he recognized it. So he took out the money, he gave her the money. And then she brought the she brought the change back and then he left her a tip that, that was the same as the bill. He's twelve. <laughs> but it was so but good. it was because, because he's seeing us as an example. He saw what Mario's, you know, he took in what Mario's taught. He sees what his father and I are doing. And um, just like Jesus is our pattern, he, they are stepping into a place. You know, when when they hear, um, when they hear us talk negatively about somebody that's dishonoring, right? It's, it's not honoring. It's, it, I don't care. It criticizes, not honoring. I, I, right. I, there's a big difference between, you know, maybe not understanding what somebody says and criticizing something you don't understand. So and good. Um, so they don't hear us, you know, my, my oldest two children are for my first marriage. It was a very rough marriage and um, but not one time in their life, had they ever heard me say a negative thing about their father? That's so good. I had a lot. I could have said yes. there was a lot of things. There was a lot of wounding. There was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of um, of uh, things I could have said. Mm-hmm. But their position is that is their father, and they must honor their father. You right. know, they don't have right. to agree with everything that he does. They can form their own opinions. But if I put my opinion on them, that would cause them to dishonor somebody that that the father himself put in a position over them.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
2: that is, that, that's a simple basic. Well, you know, and,
1: thing. It, and it goes so much deeper. And that's, that's the thing is, um, you know, we should all be looking for ways to edify and to lift up everybody. So yeah. there, you know, I, I can't even probably count the times that through a day, you know, that, that feeling of envy, jealousy, uh, y- you know, you name it, you can go down the list where where in the past it would have eaten me up. Right. Now when I sense it or feel it, I immediately look toward the other side. So I love it like Yana is like, there's the problem. The answer's over here. Yep. <laughs> Don't focus on the problem.
2: Don't focus on the problem. Turn
1: over here and look right. at the answer. And so the answer is how do I honor? How do I bless them? You know, yeah. so because you know, I see injustices all the time. That used to be oh, that was my massive, massive trigger point. And I'd see those injustices, and I'd just want to come at it and just tear everything apart that was, you know, creating the injustice. You know, it was always for the underdog, but
2: it's true.
1: But but now to come to a place of where I see that injustice and then to speak the prophetic word over them that is for their truth. And for their good, and to lift them up, and that I would—that I would never let words out of my mouth that would bring them down, no matter what. You know, if something needs to be said about something being done, you know, say it, but say it with honor.
2: Yeah, you have to. You have to honor people and what what's been called, whether it's their understanding at the moment, because we were all in a very different place. The place we are walking right now, we would have been brutalized with our mouths, you know, twenty years ago. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, even even I watch my my 19 year old who's who's um, amazing. I think, well, you've met Justin, anyways. He just he loves to honor people, and and I mean, he when we did our quantum shift five, he was driving people around at four o'clock in the morning to the airport, doing no, I've got it, no, I'm going to do it, no, I'm going to do it, and they they would text me going, I had the best conversation with your son. And it was because no matter how tired or how weary he was, the person in the car with him was important. Whether they were somebody nobody knew, you know, because I mean, we have people that he's driving back and forth that he's never met. I've never met, you know, just helping, helping out and, you know, strategically placing everybody where they're supposed to go. And and, um, you know, it's it's a delight as a parent, but that's what he would delight in us the same way.
1: Amen. Amen. Because
2: you know, like I said earlier, if we fail to honor the sons, then we're refusing to honor the the one who sent them.
1: That's exactly right. And
2: and so it's it's exactly right. It's you know you can see the father's face just beam when we've changed the way that we that we talk. That do we change the way that we respond? You know, the one thing I heard this lady one time talk about somebody who does something that's negative and hurtful. And she goes, you can make two choices. You can either hold on to the rock and build a rock garden, or you can immediately bless that person and send it off. Because we have a tendency to allow those rocks to pile up. And um, so, you know, there's been some really tough stuff said about me and my family and stuff. And I was like, I love them. Yes,
1: exactly. I was like,
2: no matter what, no matter what, I love them. I know who they are. They're just scared. They just don't understand there so you good. know and, and he did the same thing. He did the same thing. He got in so much trouble for loving people that he wasn't supposed to love and um, he's our pattern. Yes. so if we're gonna walk in him with him, then we have to do we have to do the same thing because he is the pattern that we're supposed to follow always.
1: Amen, amen. So everybody listening, I hope you've got you've been blessed by uh, the conversation and there's a lot of great ministries out there i certainly encourage you to check out what shannon and her mom are doing you can see that at the uh, global ascension uh globalascensionnetwork.net and it's in the link is in uh, youtube as well as facebook so check those out and get connected they have a great ministry love what they're doing there and uh, just encourage anyone if you whether you've been on uh, nancy and shannon's network or whether you've been on our network with ultimate impact encourage you to put the word out there honor and bless because uh if you think it's worth it that it's blessed you then speak it out let people know what you think and uh, that's what's going to draw more people to their ministry to our ministry uh, and again only do it if it's blessed you i you know we just you know don't don't fabricate things just uh let your love shine and um uh and if you're not at that place i did see some comments about people struggling to love themselves well just know that you are absolutely loved and you are worth it and that anything that you're getting otherwise is absolutely a lie so I just, I again, I just would, wish I could kind of climb through the camera and uh, just, just be with each one of you and just, to, just to share with you that the, the Father really does absolutely love you and that you are lovable. So bless yes. you all. Uh, Shannon, thank you so much for being on here. Berlin, thank you for your time here. Uh, we're going to switch over to the behind the scenes section. And uh, Berlin, you want to go ahead and wrap that up? I'm going to hit the buttons here. Sure. To- Get ready to- Sure.
3: Thank you again so much for watching Kingdom Talks. We so appreciate your support. If you want to become a member to see the behind-the-scenes stuff, like the conversation we're about to have, make sure you go to KingdomTalksMedia.com, KingdomTalksMedia.com, and click the member button to become a patron over on Patreon. We appreciate that. And then there's also the pledge that we encourage you to take. We're gathering a hundred thousand people, <clears throat> believers, to stand together in unity. And we talked unity. a lot about that today. Yeah. Exactly. So go ahead and take the pledge over there. Again, KingdomTalksMedia.com and click the pledge button to see the the video that Gil and Adina put together and you can download the, the certificate and take that pledge there. So thank you again for supporting us and we will see you on the other side.
1: All right. Bless you all. Have a okay. good night.
2: Bye.
1: Okay, you know I, I've had to rearrange these on restream and so they used to be in an order and I could just click 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 now I got to make sure because they read very much the same and I have uh, done the wrong ones before
2: <laughs> That happens technology sometimes.
1: You know and it's I so funny
2: because
1: these are just in a layered order and uh, I asked them at you know I said, well, can't I just drag drag these and put them in my own order and they're like, no, we don't have that option yet. Seems pretty easy, but okay. Well, let's put
3: the, the <laughs> a new system, the the behind the, what do you call it, the dashboard of all of this stuff on the list for the things that we need to budget for. There you go.
1: Yeah.
2: For-
1: yeah. yeah. All right. I, phew, lots of things going on. It all is good. All is good. And it, everything that needs to get done will get done.
2: That's right. I that felt- is
1: always true
3: yeah okay so so now some behind the scenes info info you guys so we're all going to be at the the next conference and we falls together that's exciting oh yeah that's awesome
1: yeah looking forward to that we didn't even talk about that i guess you did at the beginning a little bit yeah
3: okay so um and then you guys are planning on working more closely together
2: too do you want to talk about that
1: well, we haven't talked about that a whole lot, but
2: yeah, we have, we've, we've like been passing in the wind. Yeah, so have to figure we have to figure out the plan and what the bl- blueprint, and what that looks like, actually.
1: Yeah, so I don't know when we're going to get a chance, you know, just to sit down and and talk about um, dreams and possibilities, because uh, it, you know, again, just holding everything loosely. There's there's some things that I would love to see, but at the same time, I'm okay with whatever Father's doing. All we have right now is a mandate to move (laughs) and how that works out in the end. Would love to be able to help you and your mom. At least
2: your house didn't have to burn down to (laughs) move.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, I just, I giggle. I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah. It really, it it makes you realize though how unattached you are to, to your stuff really Mm-hmm. And and how you can just okay because we came here and we, um, you know, just came here to get away and ended up moving three weeks later.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, uh, there was something I was going to say, but carry on because I can't remember what what that one was. Um, hmm. Well, this is good behind the scenes stuff here.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, you know I, I really think I really think that that every, the platform of everything is laying is people really have to step into the place of just honoring people and loving yeah. people no matter what the position is, whether they're in the in a, you know in a system, whether they've moved out of the system, whether they're in the new age, the next age, the you know um, because his his plan and his purpose were to to honor everybody in their peace. Yeah. That they have to play, and I think our words. I think our words are very um, um, important to be able to because you know as we've been learning and as we've been talking, everything that comes out of your mouth creates something. Yeah. And and so we're 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 choosing to create to create everything. Um. You know whether it's somebody that says something negative about you or somebody that's um, always there to root you on. Um, We still have to love those, you know, he said something about making, making a table for your enemies. (laughs) I was like, but you know, the family table has to be a safe place to be able to have a discussion and a talk. Yes.
1: Uh And conversations are absolutely, I think a big part of what's coming in the next stage. Um, You know, there's a few things that I say, if we just could do this one thing, how would it change the world? You know, one of them is Romans 12:10. If we could learn to outdo one another in honor, Mm -hmm. what would that be like? What if we could all just come to the place where we always assume that the person has your best in mind? How yep. would that change the way you would respond to things that you hear? Or you know, because most of our offense comes out of a place of they must hate me, or there's there's something they have something against me, you know, right. they're trying to hurt me. When in reality, that is probably not true most of the time.
2: Well, and, and truthfully, offense offense is um, is the second you're offended, you're in sin. And and the reason you are is because you're, um, <laughs> I hear my mom say this all the time, you're trying to defend yourself and he's trying to kill yourself. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so if,
2: when he explodes, and the only thing that they can see is him, because ultimately that's where we wanna be, where they're yeah. no longer seeing us, but him in us. Yeah. Um, and, and in order to do that, because he could have, have done anything he wanted to defend himself. Right. but he knew the outcome if he would have done that and he had to to quiet himself to know the long term outcome of not saying a word in his own defense when when everybody around him said do this defend yourself why aren't you doing this and he stood there and all he said was i yeah. am
1: and you know that is a key to you know to knowing whether someone truly loves themselves. Uh, because if someone truly loves themselves, if I'm comfortable in who I am, and I, I love myself fully, I'm not going to be put off or put out by a comment or something that somebody else says. I'm not going to have to defend myself unnecessarily. You know, there are, there are certain places where you would want to defend something, whatever it might be, but you're not defending an attack against your character. You don't That's need right. to because you know who you are when you fully are engaged with loving yourself.
2: That's right. And then yeah. it's out well, of that. And it's really stepping into remember, people have no they don't even realize how prophetic the Lion King movie is. <laughs> yes. But the whole statement of remember who you are. Yes, yes. And and seeing the, the reflection of his father in the water. Because that's what we're supposed to see. When we look into the mirror at at, at this, we have to see him. And that's the part of becoming who you already were. Yeah. Who you already yeah. are. And stepping into that and that understanding.
1: That is, that is good. That is so good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really. But yeah, I, I, I
1: would know. definitely like to, uh, maybe we need to get some bumper stickers or something, you know, you know, the, the what if, you know, how would it change the world if.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, if we all remembered from the very beginning, cause we blocked most of it out, you know, as children, I heard, I heard my 22 year old one time say, he's like, never, no, no child was ever designed to do this, this, and this. It's been what's been spoken into him that yeah. they come into agreement with. So if yeah. we go back and remember who we are, remember who he designed us to be, remember who he created. And, you know, I had a, two of my kids are really close in age or 16 months apart. And I have this like series of shots that, that my, that were taken of them, you know, having this telepathy thing going on between them. Obviously he wasn't speaking whole sentences at 16 months, but um, you could see this connection. And it was like in the picture, he was asking the newborn, um, tell me about it, I'm forgetting. It was it was literally it was literally the screen. I mean, I, I was looking at these pictures when they came back because that's when we still developed film, you know. Um, uh, looking at each other, looking at each other, and watching this interaction between the two of them, and and you know, tell me what it was like. Tell me, I, I I'm forgetting. And that's the place we need to get to is yeah. to where we can go up and ask him. Tell me, tell me what it is that I'm missing. Tell me, and just put her hand you know, in, in our face in his hand and let him explain so that we no longer are confused about who we are.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's really
3: good, yeah. yeah.
1: Love that, love that. Yeah. Well, the journey to learn to love ourselves, that is probably, I, I after this conference, you know, I've, I've been on this stream for a while, but uh, after the conference, it just really solidified that it really needs to be the first step you know, we can teach all day long, we can teach till we're blue in the face, but if people don't learn to love themselves, they're going to continue going around some of the mountains they've been going around.
3: right. Well, yeah, and I, I also think that identity has a lot to well, do with that.
1: Because that is it. Because if you
3: know your identity, then you're more, would be more prone mm-hmm. to love yourself. Because mm-hmm. we've been put this false identity on or these filters of of yucky stuff that have gotten on us with the lies that we've believed. And so when you look at all of that stuff, yeah, it's hard to love. But once you peel that off and you get down to who God really says you are, it's easier to love. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: yeah. definitely. Very good. Very good. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and I, I guess we can wrap it up here. Shannon. thank you so much this has been a real pleasure i just love hanging out and i know that soon being in the next two to three months that we'll hopefully get some time just to hang out and and talk talk possibilities i just just we have lots of
2: opportunities with the the men's conference coming up with moravian falls because we're going to be together like three times in november
1: yeah yeah
2: so the first the first at the the ignite are you going to the ignite hubs thing right yes Yes. And then, then right after that, we've got Moravian Moravian Falls. Falls. And then you've got EASH, the men's conference. Right. So so it's, uh, Hopefully um, we'll get uh, some
1: time to hang out.
2: (laughs) Yes. 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 Do you need to get going forward to seeing you? So
1: yeah.
3: Thank you again, Shannon. I so appreciate your heart. And, and this was a really good, um, interview to that, really covered a lot of really important things and we didn't talk about anything out there except for the being of honor we got a little bit sideways on that one but that's okay people will have to catch up right you gotta throw those
2: little nuggets in there ever every so often people people have no they don't realize that honor is an actual being yeah yeah they don't understand that everything is a being time and and once once you really engage with honor it it changes the way you look at everybody It changes the way, the way that, because you're not, it's no longer an activity. Mm
0: -hmm. It becomes,
2: it becomes that state of being just like worship, just like all of these things that we're realizing that, that we used to do as an activity just becomes who we are. Mm -hmm. And so it's not hard to honor anymore. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's a choice that we get to make. And, you know, just like with everything else, honor is, um, you know, when you can honor the least of these And, and, you know, um, I I was listening to somebody talk and they were talking about, um, giving a gift and they were giving a gift to the, they had no idea why they were giving a gift, but the Lord said, bring this gift and I will um, tell you when it's time to give it. And, um, you know, somebody pulled up in the garbage truck and didn't have any teeth and he's like, that's the person and he went and he honored the garbage guy and he goes when you can honor the least of these in the kingdom because that's what jesus did when you honored the least of these the ones nobody wanted that everybody wrote off that nobody would sit down and have a conversation with um it changes everything because it becomes it becomes just that what he did and you know i've said it over and over again he's the pattern so if if he is the pattern, then we have to um, walk in that same place.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Uh, well, thank you again. That was really good. Yes. Well, I was so glad to be with you. I'm going to go play in the water park. Go and play! I'm on rope courses and do putt-putt golf and all that stuff with my kids. And um, that was the call that I just got. Yeah, I'm sure they've been waiting, waiting. James was like, are you done? Are
1: you done? Are you done? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I had one
2: of the, the, the one that Cody came in, he goes, mom, they're all doing the, the rope course without me because his badge for the rope course was in the room. And oh. so I was like, just come get it. <laughs> so he came in and got the badge and left. So yeah. So. Well, good. we'll let you
1: go so you can have fun with your family and yeah, look forward to seeing you. you shortly.
2: Yeah, it'll be so. soon. We'll see you in soon. a few weeks and hopefully we'll see you again too. Yeah, we'll yeah, will, she'll
1: though. be in Moravian Falls. I'll
2: so. be in Moravian Falls. Yep. So okay. another month I'll get to see you too, Braylon. We'll have good time. Yep. Okay, perfect. All
3: so right. thank you all again right. for our members. We yes. can't do this without you. We so appreciate you and we bless you and we honor you. <laughs> Amen.
0: You. Blessings. All all right.
3: Right. Take care. Bye. Love you all. Bye.
0: Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you. And until next time, live a blessed life And keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.